Jennifer Zamparelli on 2FM. Sponsored by Virgin Mobile. We'll tell you when your phone is paid off. Virgin Mobile. Bring on amazing. We have to go back in time. Cormac Battle in for back in time. What year are we going to Cormac? By the way, before you get into that, I'll, uh, I've cancelled my colonic irrigation Me this afternoon. Me too. I happening. was going to buy everyone on the team one, remember? <laughs> uh, I was mad. I was going to get Graham one, yeah. me one, and she just literally, no. massive poo perforated turn on Perforated bowel. No, oh, she, I was gone. A perforated bowel, gone. Uh, Wearing a bag for the rest of you. No thanks. Uh, 2004. We're Woo! looking back on the year 2004. As always, loads of stuff that happened that you can't remember that happened, <laughs> including this. Definitely. Um, so we talk about the big news stories. The, I suppose the big one in Ireland at the time was the smoking ban came in. We were the first country in the world to introduce the smoking ban uh, in the workplace. Publicans said at the time it was the death knell of the pub. And clearly we have seen since that it wasn't the death knell. Cigarette sales fell by 60% Woo! in bars in that year. And it was reported that 7,000 people gave up smoking Amazing. in the first 12 months of the ban. Um, it threw up a few things like smirting if you remember that that was smoking and flirting because people had to go outside and they used to meet new people because they'd be out having a little sneaky cigarette out the back of the pub and end up getting married through a bit of smirting but it also revealed the true smell of pubs which we'll never forget when we walked into the bars a week later after the pub smoking was gone but uh, that's also been dealt with but of course at the time, not everybody was happy about the whole thing. Take a listen to these fellas. They were not happy campers at all about the smoking man coming in. I'm very upset about the whole thing. I'm upset with the intrusive nature of the, of the government in every area of life. Dictatorship now. That's what we're living in. And so I'll never vote for Fianna Fáil again. <laughs> Dictatorship. <laughs> he thought it was the end of the world that he fella did, yeah, but it was him. yeah the smoking ban I wonder is he still smoking uh, I doubt it I doubt it oh he could be having a sneaky one he could be smirting out the back if you're that lad 51552 let so us know so that was that uh, oh wow I did forget it was 2004 I don't think I would have got that in a pub quiz what else was happening around that time well the the, the biggest global story was uh, a very very tragic one has to be said um uh, on Sunday morning Stephen's Day here the 26th of December a massive 9.1 magnitude earthquake ruptured a 900 mile stretch of fault line off the coast of Sumatra an Indonesian island we're talking about the Asian tsunami in 2004 yeah. just on, in the closing days of, of the year the, the earthquake caused the ocean floor to rise by as much as 40 metres like that's like 120 feet Whoa. into the air and that triggered the tsunami. So the 100-foot wave was travelling towards land at 500 miles an hour when it's happened. So there was calm. No one knew what it had happened. There was still calm in the in the places it affected. But it was moving at that, that unbelievable speed, nearly the speed of sound. Within 20 minutes of the earthquake, several of these huge waves hit the shoreline of Banda Aceh, killing more than 100,000 people straight oh away. God with successive waves rolling across coastlines in Thailand, India and Sri Lanka, killing tens of thousands more. This gives you an idea of the power of that tsunami. Eight hours later, this is unbelievable, eight hours later and 5,000 miles away from the epicentre, the tsunami claimed its final casualties on the coast of South Africa. So 5,000 miles away, 
It happened eight hours later and there was still people lost their lives in the coast any of South Africa. warning, do you know? When you're looking at this story, was there any warning? Were people told to evacuate? Could they see this coming? I don't think there was. I, I'm not 100% sure of the facts about that. I think it happened so quickly. Maybe maybe there was some kind of warning that it's there was a giant wave on the way. But people didn't really have any time to react whatsoever. In all, nearly 230,000 people lost their lives um, in, in that particular incident. It was just devastating. Um, this is a clip of a tourist called Amanda who recounts what she thought were her last moments after the waves crashed into her holiday, holiday resort. Uh, this is pretty harrowing stuff. I got crushed backwards against this wall and then everything else just started crushing back and rising up above my head. So as well as pushing me backwards, it then started to push me under. And then I remember, um, I just remember taking, uh, taking my last breath before I went under. And then I remember, I just remember thinking, I hope it's quick. And then something pulled on my hand. And this man, he pulled me out. Yeah. Amanda was one of the lucky ones um, in that particular tragedy, which was... Um, what you know, an, an incredible just, story. Yeah. Uh, 2004. Yeah. What a story. Um, okay, it, yeah. what else was going on? It, let's come back to Ireland for a second, okay? I, because there was a, a more a, kind of an entertainment story, I would say. Yeah, there, it's more of an entertainment story, but, you know, at the time... You know, in March of 2004, one of the most pivotal moments in 21st century Irish pop music occurred as Brian McFadden left Westlife. Despite the fact that it sold 32 million singles and had 12 UK number ones, five were to become four. He left. He said at the time that it was the the hectic schedule Mm. and the work-life balance was a big factor uh, because he was trying to raise a family. However, a few months later, he um, went into the studio and did a solo album. But this is this just to give you an idea of the hysteria around that particular moment at the time. Here's a few fans that were hanging out outside the hotel just after the press conference when he announced that he was leaving Westlife and how distraught they really were. Have a listen to this. I didn't think it would me this hard, but it's kind of like a part of history, you know what I mean? Like Westlife were the most like were Irish and they're just perfect and normal lads and all now like Brian Leaf and it's just at the I was the number one fan and I went everywhere to see them and bought tickets, went to all the concerts, stayed out all night. I really don't think they'll ask without Brian and I'll support them but I won't stay out all night to meet them. I won't stay out all night to meet them now that he's gone. I, I wonder, did those uh, girls, you know, now women, go to see them in Kroger? I say, I say, well, she wasn't right. She, she, she said that they, she, they were unlikely to survive without Brian. They did she, okay. She, they, they did okay, and they, he had his own career as well. And look, right. you got to do what you got to do. Okay, so that was Brian McFadden. Okay, let's uh, keep in with the showbiz. You yeah. picked something uh, very different. Yeah, well, it's not that different. It's just interesting because in two, 2004, something that's been that's now sort of weaved into the framework of our cultural lives is it started. These things have to start somewhere. Electric picnic. It was the first year that it happened. How how many days was it on for, Jen? Do you think? I think it was on for. Was it a five day festival? One. Oh, it was one day. One day. It was just one day, and it was fifteen thousand capacity. It was it was fairly small. There was no camping. 
But some groups camped in the car park and stayed up all night camping and exploring the woods. Because they weren't fit uh, to drive, maybe. Well, yeah, but, but, well, but uh, doing the right, taking the right option. But this kind of camping that happened naturally um, um, brought the vibe about, you know, the relaxed, friendly vibe, which we all know. Headliners were Groove Armada. Groove Armada. And uh, Arrested Development Super Furry Animals. Deadly. And, um, yeah, and that's, that, that's, that, that, that was it. Here's a quick clip. Do, do you know, this is Thomas Cosby. He's the guy who owns Stradbally Hall Estate. And uh, this... Gives you an idea of what he hoped would make the electric picnic different. It's not the sort of traditional sort of put on a show, get everyone in, get everyone out, get the money, and that sort of type of attitude to it. I mean, it is very new, it's very, as you say, eclectic, and um, hopefully, you know, it'll be something that'll develop in a few years' time. Not so much mud and mosh pits as moe and marinated chicken. This is Ireland's most upmarket music festival. And when it kicks off here on Saturday, it's expected to attract 15,000 of the country's poshest revellers. <laughs> I know, yeah. Not anymore. Poshest revellers. You see, that was it. It was right as the, the Celtic Tiger was oh, just about to... It was stop. roaring at the time. Absolutely. Stop? Okay, so 2004 was the year yeah. Electric Picnic kicked off. Look at it now. Okay. The big I, tune. I need to talk to you about the big tune. The big tune. The big tune. June, uh, finally, tell us what. Can you what, what can it? you explain what um, what the, what these line this line means? My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like, it's better than your. Because I could never understand what what Kellis meant in this. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. What's she on about? But I have to equation with with a milkshake and they're kind of going to the other girl well this bird's milkshake is better than your is that milkshake. it there's I nothing else to it like. that. there's nothing else she should have done so much better I feel in her career she was kind of underrated wasn't she yeah but that was uh, the biggest song in 2004 by far all around the world it was number one here for about like you know eight weeks or something like that but okay. I still yeah, yeah the milkshakes yeah, milkshake I, that was the tune that was the tune that was the tune am I a fan not a fan well let me, let's do a poll if people want me to pay, uh, play the tune do you want me to play Milkshake by Kelly's in full? 51552? Yes or no? And yes I'll or see. Or you could have How how You Remind Me by um, Nickelback instead. No. What would you think? Kelly's, yay or nay? Do you want me to play the tune in full? And I'll play it after 11. We're going to take a quick break. Cormac, always a pleasure. <laughs> uh, of course it is. Jennifer Zamparelli on 2FM.